You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. like fight such famous enemies as the Quizzler. Is he real? No, you fucking you're fighting you're the, fighting the you're laughing fighting, guy. You're, you're fake Batman fighting fake jokers. And I guess is that what we're going to talk about first cuz I wrote that down as a thing to talk about. Okay. Cuz this is 90s bitches. What is this thing? What? What is this thing? This is 90s. What what's Gotham City Imposters? This yeah. is 90s. I know what this fucking 90s is. We're talking about People Gotham City Imposters. Yeah, Scott's here. Hey. So is John. Yes. And so is Keith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, sometimes Possibly. We're, reco- we're recording in Sophie's house, so there may be Sophie, but there might not be. It's kind of not- it's up to her. I'm kind of hoping we'll get a peep. Sophie, for all our loyal yeah. listeners, is currently cleaning the house in a maid's outfit. Negligee. But it's her house, so it's not sexist for us to look at it. It's just her cleaning clothes. Speaking of Sophie being cute, my sisters were over this weekend. Right? In negligees? Were- what? No. You're- no. That's gross. <laughs> my sisters were over at my place this weekend, and they were like... I was telling them, and then I moved Sophie back. Ramp up the sex appeal of the show, Sophie. Yeah, I tried. I had to help Sophie move, and she moved into her new place. And also they were like, "Oh, Sophie, I like Sophie. She's so cute." I remember the first time I met her, I was like, "Wow, Scott knows cute people." That was that was that was what my sister said to me. Conversation was happening. Were you all in negligees? Just me. Good, good. That's sex appeal Mm. on this podcast. (laughs) Scott has a fur bikini. Actually, it was one of those. It was one of those things. (laughs) <laughs> so hard to tell. It was one of those things that Sarah got from her mom to give to my wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, what? That's Did my that loungewear. For bikinis. That's my loungewear. Weird. Okay, Gotham City Imposters. Yeah. This is for real. <laughs> uh, so it's a shooting game. Okay. It's a first-person shooting game. Like the the the, the loosely based storyline around it is that uh, Batman's out of town. So Joker's gang is like, we're just going to fuck shit up and go fucking nuts. And then I'll dress up as Joker. Right. Because that's how Joker's gang kind of dresses anyway. Right. Why not? And then there's like the Batman imposters who are like, no, it's our turn to fucking protect the town. But like there's like even like kind of like a little initiation. They're like, well, Batman refuses to use like non-lethal in years of training and whatever else like that. We all have nine to five jobs. So uh, we use guns and stuff. <laughs> and it's just like everybody has like the shittiest fucking costumes. And it's like hyper customizable in terms of like how shitty to make your costume. Like have a bat symbol like duct taped on or if you want it like shittily embroidered in. If you What's want the platform? The, what do you mean that was the platform? PS3, okay. Xbox 360, whatever. It's it's free on PlayStation Plus this week. Can you wear like an Adam West Halloween Batman mask? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have like a cardboard, a full cardboard box with little pointy ears, but the part over your mouth is just a drawn mouth over it because you're just wearing a cardboard box on your head. So it's like, <laughs> it's like the mouth isn't actually shown. It's like colored in with marker. Yeah. Like you can, it's fucking. It's and just your tongue stuck in the mouth slot. It's it, and it's hilarious too because when you're doing the initiation, one of the guys is like wearing that box. And you're just like, <laughs> you're just like what? And then you're like on a mission, you know? And you're like, yeah. yay! But yeah, so the um, there's like a, just a couple of different fucking game modes, like regular old like deathmatch, uh, like bounty hunter, where people drop coins, fumigation, and stuff. it's first person shooter style. First person shooter style. All the and but the thing is, what makes it, I think cool in terms of just playability is that matchmaking is 
all like 100% automatic, like which means that it, we couldn't even probably play right. together online because it would just fucking put a pitch whoever's online against each other and just sort of balances the numbers. Okay. And all the games are 10 minutes long, and that's just that. Like The only thing you need to worry about is setting up your setup. Well, your setup is like incredibly customizable. You get to hold like two weapons plus a movement boost, which could either be like roller skates or a jetpack or like glider wings that give you all like different things. And then you also have like a sub item boost, which could be grenades or a little thing that turns into a motion tracker that so that you, all the enemies show up on everybody's radar in a certain radius and all that hmm. stuff. Now you sound like, you sound very excited about this, but a couple podcasts ago, you both were shitting all over first person shooters. No, no, they're the stupid. Handheld. Super dumb. <laughs> There's a controller, no keyboard, no mouse, right? So yeah, it's just the the level of like quick pick up and play is completely. There's only maybe I think like six maps total, and they're all the bats always spawn on one side, the jokers always spawn on the other side. So even if you don't necessarily have a full idea of the layout of the map, you still you fucking your buddy you, you, you know where the buddies are and you know that on the other side of the screen there's a bunch of shit in the way but on the other side of the screen there's the bad guy team Scott is literally seething with how much he wants us to be playing Counter-Strike with you <laughs> right now hearing your enjoyment of that <laughs> experience that's it though is that it's fucking really like there's like the, the quick pick up and play ability um, most people don't play with mics on so I wouldn't get shit on I if I was really garbage I can thinking but Counter-Strike is so quick to pick up and play I, I can even imagine it however right I also remember quick, stories quick, quick, quick. of him being like yeah Jaime made such a fucking dick of himself up on the server where he kept throwing nades and they bounced off places and then he hit them and everyone on the server was like we're gonna ban this guy from nades because he fucking sucks dick and hey you're gonna get banned like, why fuck, does I my voice turn into a bro voice when Keith is maybe mimicking? that's what you are when you're Mother playing Counter-Strike I'm pretty sure hang on a second who is the most into hip-hop basketball and football that we know and is always the guy who buys cores. Also, is always the guy Not who wears cores, the most sports like paraphernalia that the we The guy know. who is wearing a baseball cap inside right now. Sure. It's and a, a polo shirt. And a polo shirt. It's a Quebec Nordiques cap. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, well, so... It, okay, it's but a it is still a cap. It's a specific sports fucking thing. You're, it's not you're like into the sport ironically. Okay, but what? fine. It's not like I have a So you're like a nouveau bro. You're a broster, Like a bro hipster. But yeah, Scott... You play a lot of first-person shooters. You're a bro. Sorry. No, I play one first-person shooter. <laughs> His t-shirt does have a collar. He's begging to be popped. Pop it. Pop the collar, Scott. He's doing it. He's doing yeah, it. Yeah, but I only do it for the nookie. Yeah. Oh, Limp Biscuit quote. Biscuit? Yep. <laughs> Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Limp Nesquik. Yeah, anyway, really fun pick-up-and-play first-person shooter with, hmm. like, crazy-ass physics going on. Like, trampolines littered everywhere around the level, so you're just like, whoop, doof, and, like, bounce off a trampoline and stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun playing a bunch of it. I was out this weekend with the boys from the BCASA, yep. and they met up, because they just went on a tour all the way to Vancouver mm-hmm. and back again, and they met up with Nashville Pussy for uh, part of their West Coast stuff. Cool. And the road manager was always just sort of like, is there Wi-Fi? Is there Wi-Fi in here? Like, whatever else like that. Wi-Fi in the hotels, Wi-Fi in the rooms, Wi-Fi. And they're like, what the fuck, dude? You really want Wi-Fi? He's like, if there's Wi-Fi anywhere, I plug in the PS3 and play Gotham City and pause this. <laughs> so it's basically all I do. <laughs> so it was like the tour manager guy, like, or like the stage manager, right. was just like, toured with them, set up the band, and then was like, all right, my job is done. Let's I'm going to go play some Gotham yeah. City and pause And this. the one thing that's really cool about it is there's a really long curve to buy uh, to get, like, game, like, costume coins and stuff like that. So you can, like 
slowly upgrade the look of your character. Mm -hmm. And since there's so many ways to make shitty versions of Batman and Joker, it's like, (laughs) you really, you get to, like, save up coins to pick, I want this hair. And, like, save up coins, I want this makeup. I want, like, the teary-eyed makeup on my Joker. Or I want, like, the Day of the Dead makeup on whatever. So it's just kind of like, it's it's just sort of like this bonus to playing a lot. Like, kind of like, there's, you can usually buy, every couple levels you can buy a weapon. So as long as you know, or you can play one of the generic types. As long as you're playing one of the generic types, your loadout comes preloaded. If you want a customized loadout, you need to buy weapons. Either you can buy them with coins or money, League of Legends style. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like how Awesome Notes was totally missing this level of customizability. Yeah, exactly. That you get really, really into, and it's just yeah. sort of like just in every couple levels, you're like, "Ooh, I'm gonna buy a new tie for my Joker or whatever," and you're like, "Doesn't change gameplay, but it just sort of puts." Sure that extra level like that extra level of reward into playing for a long time now everyone will remember me because i had the green tie it's true no but like the, for instance like the slutty outfits are like ridiculously expensive so you know either a guy paid money to be a slutty guy or played a lot of time to be a slutty guy like you're playing a girl like you can't be a slutty guy you can be a slutty guy. Also, all the costumes are, like, gender whatever, so it's, like, like sexy panties and lace just look like fucking, like, tidy whiteies, like, sort of, like, dug <laughs> into the guy's ass and, like, Amazing. fucking crazy ripped things. Like, you can put them, put all the girl clothes on the fat dude. It just yeah. looks like a fucking mess. Like, <laughs> which is also kind of hilarious. Yeah, like, it's if, Yeah, if you buy any of the any of the costumes, they, they go on all the genders, but, like, right. the slutty stuff only looks really good on the ladies. That's one way to terrorize criminals without years of martial arts training. It's so funny where you're sort of, like, Here's a bunch of wannabe Batmans, and there's just, like, a guy in, like, a top hat, a bow tie, and, like, underoos. <laughs> and <you're> like, <laughs> and like, here he goes. This is fucking Batman right here. <laughs> That's I amazing. That. Yeah, fucking a lot of fun. Gotham City Imposters. I picked up the new On the Rain Slick Precipice of Darkness game. 16-bit styles? 16-bit styles. Not even, Yeah, somewhere between 8 and 16-bit styles. They really yeah. got, like, the, a, good, a good feel for the retroness. Right. They beefed up like the music and the the graphics ever so slightly, so it is still palatable. Oh yeah, like, like the music could probably kick up into like actual sort of chip tune instead of actual chip tune. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because that statement makes sense. So it, like it's fun, but I feel like it's missing a little bit of something. They tried to simplify the the combat to make it easier to pick up and play if you're on a console. Whereas you know like the traditional Final Fantasy, you know, you know it always started off really simple, but things would get complicated and you could like customize yeah, sure. your characters and stuff and. That always felt really, really good. And uh, how long I, is it? You know, I don't know. I'm in chapter four, chapter five, something like that. And um, it's true, there's like classes, and you can add subclasses and level them all up and whatever. But I don't know. I feel it's just missing a little, a little something fun? to to grapple at my like. Is it funny? Fruit. Maxer kind of, kind oh. of to mo- grab at your fruit. Grab at my fruit. Yeah, my fruit is ungrabbed. <laughs> John says of the rain slick precipice of darkness, my fruit is ungrabbed. You know, I don't really have anything else to say. I think I'm going to leave it at that. My fruit. Is you guys ungrabbed. feel free to put that on your uh, the back of the box. Back of the, the box. poster. My fruit. Oh is yeah, ungrabbed. fruit is ungrabbed. John, uh, I'm going to finish it though. There's a lot of games like this that I get that are like indie titles, on, a little on the cheapo. You get them like you forget about them a couple hours later. Like um, whatever that Resitar, an item shop's tale. Right? You guys ever hear about this? No. Is it you, you work in, you run at an item shop? That's the whole thing. That's you're fucking, amazing. you're this like anime girl and your parents died while in incredible debt. I don't even really remember the story, but whatever. Like you owe a trillion whatever gills to the fucking, this evil government and they're going to come and take it all away. But you can run this little shop where you buy and sell stuff from stupid wannabe anime adventurers. They come nice. in and like, they buy and sell your stuff and then like you can load out somebody and send them out to a dungeon to go and get you more items to sell cool. in your shop. That's completely endearing. Sort of always like when they announced like I remember being in The Way Ahead of It's Dangerous. Here, 
take this. Yeah. For 100 You're reviews. that guy. <laughs> I've always, like, when they announced sort of, like, when did Ever- EverQuest come out? Late 90s? Early 90s? Late, late, or late, late 90s? 90s. Yeah. Like, I remember when EverQuest was coming out, sort of, like, reading about it in video game magazines and stuff, mm-hmm. and it was really the first... I don't know there's Ultima also. Yeah, it's totally Ultima. Yeah. Totally Ultima. And even first. Meridian 65, yeah. if I remember correctly. But. Either way, EverQuest is the one that the, the game magazines were all getting fucking super stoked about and all yeah. that shit. And I was sort of always remembered. I was like, one day, there's going to be an MMORPG where fucking everyone is a PC, including like the shopkeepers and the barkeepers and whatever else like that, yeah. and have like an interesting enough inventory management system that someone would like, fucking, there's some dude who wants to play the bar guy. Yeah, you know, like there would, there doesn't need to be as many. There needs to be one bar in a town, and there's going to be fucking hundreds of adventures. Like there yeah. doesn't need to be that many people into the bar. The guy who does it fucking loves it. And yeah. that's his like that's his experience. Yeah, exactly. The game. Like fucking loves, and like you would actually get like little bits and pieces of like. Info Didn't the first or... Star Wars MMO kind of have that? Wasn't that a big deal about it? Like I think it was, what was the other sci-fi? Eve MMO? Online. Eve Online. Eve Online, where the guy made the bank. Yeah, yeah. 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 Eve Online is ridiculous. Um, my brother used to play Eve Online a bit. And and there, Eve Online gets close to that, but almost then overshoots it in other ways. Really? Like just like the level of, like Eve Online is apparently next to unplayable as a newbie, right? Because you really? you, you want to be a smuggler, can't be a smuggler. Why? You don't know anyone at any ports. Too bad. They won't deal with anyone because there's enough smugglers in the fucking game. You want to work at one of the ports? Well, fuck. You need to fucking earn your chops if you want to work at your ports. How do you do that? Well, I don't know. Maybe smuggle something. And you're like, what? Like it's, I don't know. I heard the exact opposite. Like. That it starts like that, like this impossible wall to go through, but yeah. then you play for a week, and then somebody's going to invite you to some stupid whatever thing, and you can talk yeah, yeah. your way into that stuff. Oh, like it, it'll happen, but it's yeah. sort of like, but it's, I'm not saying unplayable forever, but like I said, there's a fucking wall yeah. that you just hit of just sort of like, who the fuck's going to, how am I going to help you? Like, you need to show that you're going to be around for anyone to even want to take a chance on your fucking low-level yeah. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's just sort of like that little guy, it's like, yeah, yeah, what about me? Get the fuck out. You do that for a few days, and finally they're like, oh, okay. You showed up for a few days, so at least you're dedicated to this game. You know, now maybe we'll help you. I'm okay with that. I, I, yeah. I think that they're like, for something to have value, there has to be effort that goes into getting it. So if that, if if you like, it's like the Jedi in in the Star Wars game. If you start the game and fucking anybody who picks up the game and buys it can play a Jedi, then who cares if you're a fucking Jedi? There's nothing yeah, yeah, special yeah. to it. But in in Eve, if you are this smuggler who knows everybody, you've obviously earned that shit, and it's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Yep. Scott, still playing Counter Strike. Still playing Counter Strike. I was made an amendment by the server recently. <laughs> All right, that's life accomplishment. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's so. 2012 is a uh, pretty big year solid. for you, right? Like, I mean, 2011 you were you did get married, but in 2012 you were made an amendment of your Counter Strike server. Yeah. Like, I think it's like buddy. fucking weighing that out. You're like, oh, which year is better? Well, one of them took a lot of work and love and dedication. Right. And the other one took a couple of rings. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> but some. Yeah. <laughs> <Hang on. laughs> Fancy you outfit. can laugh on Mike, even if you have nothing to say, so it's okay. <laughs> I was choking on beer. I couldn't laugh. <laughs> I've also. Uh, you said you were going to pick it up, but you never did. Uh, I went back and I played a couple of levels because I ultimately hope to beat it. Uh, Rock of Ages. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot to. Yeah, Rock of Ages. It's, a little, it's fun. I, I wish there was more strategy to it. What do you mean? Because you, you take the big rock. For those of you who haven't played Rock of Ages, it's an indie game yep. uh, where you fight various figures of history in a that rock super. rolling. I, I blocked a lot of it. You're just going to kind of hear it in the background. In a rock rolling competition. Is this the one where Jack Black goes to a school, like a prep school? No, that's, that's school, school of rock. rock. If you taught and history, it might have been Rock of is Ages. Is this the one where Jack Black goes to another universe and 
meets Lemmy and fights skeletons. What the fuck is that? <laughs> is that just... <laughs> Is that just that dream you had that time? No. Are you serious? No, Rob Halford's in it. What? Lemmy. Lemmy. And he's got a big car. Oh, yeah. I fucking beat the shit out of that game. I fucking Brutal 100% Legends of that game. Much? Brutal Legends. So it's not Brutal Legends. It's not Brutal Legends. It's not School of Rock. No. Um, yeah. Not that interested. He doesn't go to like another planet. He travels back in time to a time when metal album art covers were reality. Oh, Did that yeah. Huh? Yeah, that's that totally not the wrong world. history classes. <laughs> It was just like roadsters with flames painted on the sides and dragons. And like, Rah! Amazing. So that this game you're Tim talking played. about is not that good. All day long. Didn't what? Tim Schafer play that game all day long? Tim Schafer like, made that game. Yeah, and then you you could get like a like an Achievo. I have that Chivo. For playing with Tim. Yeah, I played That's with Tim. That's fucking badass. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to point out I, that I, I meet people who say Chivo. Chivo. Oh, I said it because we were all talking about, about broskies before and... I've had the Chivos on my mind. Although, I will say, coming back to Gotham City Imposters. Why do we call them Chivo? Motherfucker loves Chivos. Everybody loves Chivos. (laughs) Bitches love Chivos. Fuck. Um, So, because of the fucking random-ass nature, sorry, this is just one last thing on Gotham City Imposters. There's really no need to have your mics on, because there's a lot less strategy. At least, I usually play deathmatches and stuff. I can't even like and even the strategy the maps are fucking small enough where you can know where to go mm-hmm. never play with my mic on the guys who do have their mic on you can tell they're like fucking holdovers from Call of Duty and whatever else like that you fucking noob fag fucking kill steal my fag noob fag and you're just like what the you're just sitting there by yourself ranting at nobody who cares there's one person who has their mic enabled in this game it's, it's you you <laughs> and you're just like it's just like it's double funny because there's one person who has his mic able. Like, you can disable mics, obviously. Yeah. But I'm like, when there's one person, I won't. Because I'm like, it makes it extra funny. Nobody can answer him. He's just like a guy sitting there, knowing other people can hear him. Just fucking ranting. Like, going crazy and red in the face. Fucking... So it's like he's podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like podcasting about how noob fags are stealing his kills. Like, for ten minutes. So it's really and then like a new he's game podcasting. Starts, and he gets to keep going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I was on fucking Twisted Metal the other day. Yeah. <laughs> and there was just some dude who was just fucking, I really thought what you're saying, podcasting on his fucking cam. Because he was like this weird fucking like right wing crazy person who was fucking ranting at Obamacare and fucking how black people are stealing the jobs and stuff. Just like while he's playing, just like, yeah. and another thing. And you're like, we're just all playing Twisted Metal, just driving around, shooting, and this one guy is just fucking ranting and raving about fucking weird... Well, here's the real question. Was he any good? He was decent. Huh? So he obviously didn't have a job, because yeah. <laughs> playing Twisted Metal and getting good at it. Yeah, fucking super funny. So yeah, Rock of Ages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you uh, you have two. You're like you're in a rock rolling competition, and both sides start off. I'm gonna gesture, and it's gonna be fucking useless. So I need to try to use my words. You have to roll a rock down a path on one side, and your Keith is moving his fingers your from his nose to his hips. Needs to roll a rock down the other side of a hill, now, and both sides are identical. He's drawing a triangle with his hands. Now, describe it. He's putting his hand in his pants. He's licking one of his fingers. His genitalia. And he's sticking the other finger towards his buttock. Please never do that again. Butthole. It's called balloon nut. (laughs) Anyway, you roll down your rocks, opposite sides of an identical. He's got a tattooed across the back of his butt, except the O is missing. Oh. Now I get it. I don't get it. Because instead of not, it's K-N, your butthole, T. Please, please finish this story. Anyway, and then you, you, when you're rolling the rock down the hill, you need to fucking control it, and you can like 
dodge left and right. You can speed up, slow down. So it's and jump. Marble Madness. Sort of like a big game of Marble Madness. But while your team of little dudes is making the rock, you need to go onto the other side of the hill and create um, like AI obstacles for the other guy to roll down. So it's like you're simultaneously building a level of Marble Madness with like little cannons that shoot at him or like little turrets and. So barriers. it's Marble Madness meets Dungeon Siege. It sounds really sort freaking of. cool. It is. It's yeah. a lot of fucking fun, but as I've played through like 20-something levels of it, whatever else mm-hmm. like that, the strategy is always like make a fucking ridiculous bottleneck with as much money as you can and then just roll as fast as you can down the other side and hope he gets stuck. Right. Like the, the levels are sort of too big and expansive for your to sort of make like a weird like and then he gets to this section and then he'll move into here like you right, just sort right. of like put a bunch of fucking like the sturdiest walls you can build weird little fan things to try to like push the guy back maybe some catapults because catapults knock him off target and slam like everything in the same slam area. everything into like the narrowest section that you can put it in right and then just like go and, and there's even a little bit of luck because if a guy's like going fast enough and hits a little bump it just sail over all that anyway and you're like yeah. oh well, well fuck like it's the if there, it sort of, sort of seems like if there was just like a little bit more development, you could maybe get some real strategy into building the little dungeon siege mm-hmm. section, and it'd be a lot of fun. But like as a concept, I was like, this is like undeniably something that, like like thanks indie games, like would not get made, like six seven years ago kind of thing. Like well, we're, we're we're really in the golden age for that. There's so many cool indie titles like that are making getting put money, together. right? Making like, money, like, yeah. Indie titles making money. It's like if you have a cool idea for a game. You don't need the best graphics. You don't need whatever else like that. Like yeah. Journey was another one that I got and played. That I yep. know you didn't have like the most amazing experience with. I enjoyed it. Steve Perry. Perry. Steve Perry. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just a small town girl. That I was shocked at the soundtrack, not including Journey. I was like, "What the what? fuck? <laughs> what?" <laughs> okay, so did you did you did you journey with other people? When I you did played? journey with other people. There was a couple of really cool moments that I had. Yeah. My favorite moment was the the section where you're climbing up the like the wind tunnel, and there's like a flying snaky dude yeah. over you who like the lasers like half your fucking scarf away. Yeah, where we could go from like one brick to an like one little hiding place to another little hiding place yeah. as you're climbing up the mountain, and then like my companion who I had been with for like. Fucking maybe like 25 minutes, half hour or not. Like, like since the when you were doing the sand skating down the tunnel. Man, that was my favorite level. Oh, yeah. It's, it's fucking feel, amazing. You feel like such a pimp. And, and it's fucking gorgeous. And yeah, like whatever so else. Good. You just so good. Do, like, I want to play again to get to that level. Just yeah. And whatever. Yeah. I also want to play again and try to, like, get together with a companion that's, like, fucking super cool. Like, you almost telling me he had, like, the best companion who, like, showed him where all the little hidden murals were and everything. Yeah. And, like, they just went through it. It was, like, he did the entire playthrough with one guy. I, I had it almost like it. I had a guy who, like, I lost him about halfway through, so I didn't get to go the whole way through. But yeah. he, he, you know, like, I don't know if you noticed, you can you can bing yourself so that you put out the, the thing yeah, that yeah. lights up other people's scarves. Yeah, yeah, well, you right? have to. Like, that's, no, you don't have to, but when you you're, don't have to, but when it's you're with nice. two people, you should be doing it all the time right. so you guys can so, fly. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I, I did it with a guy who was, like, and I, this is my first playthrough, but I was smart enough, and he was smart enough to just immediately start flying together, and we flew around levels the whole, whew, the whole yeah, way yeah, through yeah. without touching the ground. Yeah. So much fun. Anyway, so we're going through the little area where you're cl- crawling up and you're hiding behind the little mountains and stuff. And yeah. then he tried to do two in one, and yeah. I was like, "No!" I was like, "Bing, bing, 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 bing!" I'm just trying to like, <laughs> like, like binging the little noise cue as much as I could to be yeah. like, "Come back!" The wind picks up, and you just you see him fucking like rolling head over heels, like fucking super quickly past me. And then you see the snakes like, "Bjork!" and like kills him. And I was like, "You didn't have to try to go for two. <laughs> Come back, journey companion. Come back, journey companion. Yeah. And then, like the next one, you're like, maybe it's the same guy. It's, you, no. you know, it's not the same guy. Yeah. It's never the same guy. You, you don't know anything about this game, man. 
Only what we've talked about. Yeah. Oh man, it's it's really something else. Like it's I I feel especially good about it because it was on sale for ten bucks. Okay. I like it I, because it sounds like it has a scarf, a snake, and a friend. Yeah, yeah. I, I would yeah. even put that on the back of the box. All right, here's a, that's two for today. <laughs> that's two yeah. for the day. As a it scarf, didn't grab my a fruit. Runs away like pessimist of darkness. Journey, a scarf, a snake, and a friend. I like it because it has a scarf, a snake, and a friend. <laughs> yeah, uh, at ten dollars, I thought it was a perfect price for it. Yeah. I yeah. think the fifteen dollars, and even then, even fifteen dollars. When you consider going to see a movie, costs fifteen dollars nowadays. Mm-hmm. I consider that also on par. But a like, sandwich costs fifteen dollars. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. The sandwiches we just ate cost fifteen dollars. Yeah. They were good sandwiches. They were they delicious were sandwiches. sandwiches, and it was a great game. I think it was a fucking yeah. really, really good game. I told you what Guy does about it because Guillaume is like fucking hard- hardcore. He's played it like ten times or something. Yeah, he's yeah. hardcore competitive into Assassin's Creed. Okay. Um, you did tell me this, and you told that story on the podcast. Did I really? About Journey? I thought yes. we didn't talk about Journey. No, too we talked about Journey. Anyway, yeah. fucking great. Everyone should get Journey. Yep. It was on sale on PlayStation Plus last week. I think it's not. On Whoopsie doodle. And that's know. us talking about games. <laughs> We're gonna have more games. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I don't. We're, we have plenty of time. This has only like been twenty-four or twenty-five minutes. Yeah. Plus those fucking. All right, do it. Plus those ten minutes of ads that I'm gonna play before. Yeah. The Long ads, and then Sarah's gonna talk and tell us what we're about to listen to. All right, this is fucking boring. I'm okay, make a version. Of you guys the remember watching Drive? Himself. You guys also Drive? Love Drive. Drive, fucking yep. amazing, right? Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've loved it. I think I just yeah. breathed wildly into the mic, and I feel bad for that. All right, so the director Nicholas Winding Rain or something like that. He's got a weird kind of name. Um, did a pretty big movie that came no, out. No, Keith, at, use the coaster. Came out at exactly the wrong <laughs> time. Sophie contributes, and um, it was called Valhalla Rising. Have you guys I about remember this? that movie. I did not see it. I've Nobody heard about it. saw it. Not a lot of people saw it. It didn't make any money. I heard it, it was good though. I heard, I've heard good things about it, or, so, at, le- or at least like critically acclaimed, maybe, or like cult. not cult, cult. sort cult. of cult. Yeah, yeah. All right. So here's the the um, Valhalla Rising experience. It's pretty hard to put into words. I, I watched Drive like six <laughs> times. I'm gonna try though. Yeah, I'm gonna try. I watched Drive like six times, and then I was like, "Man, this guy was so fucking good!" Like, is it is it like something special, or does he have a style that went into Drive that he like was known for before he did? And the, and the biggest movie that I could find that he did was his Valhalla Rising, which is the story of six Scot or like one Scottish Highlander who's this like insanely supernaturally superpowered berserker warrior who is captured by a, like a, a Scottish Highlander chieftain. And and forced to fight in in um, barbarian like one on one battles for for like tr- like like um, what do you call it? like um, what's the word Gladiator. status yeah like for status for the chieftain it was like his chieftain his warrior guy that he would send off to fight his champion guys. okay yeah and then he gets these visions that allow him to escape from being under control of this dude and he he murders him and then takes his kid. And the kid was always caring for him when he was a prisoner. And then he runs off with these crusaders. And the crusaders think they're going to go to the Holy Land and liberate Jerusalem. But they accidentally end up in North America. And then they meet a whole sort bunch of... Sort of the of, opposite way. Sort of the opposite way. They're, they're crusaders, so they're pretty retarded to begin with. And they end up... That's a no word. Oh, I did it again. <laughs> That's fine. I said a potato. <laughs> I said, oh, Potato. I actually have to do this thing when we're doing the Go Plug Yourselves with uh-huh. the guests where I say, like, you know what? Sometimes I say the word retarded, and it's not because I'm being offensive on purpose, so please don't be mad on my podcast. 
<laughs> because they're with strangers sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you never know where to go. Yeah, exactly. Someone could get like for real offended if I just dropped the retarded anyway, bomb. Anyway, okay. So they end up in go, North Horizon. America. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it, but I'm going to. So they end up in North America, and they all get killed. And the guy has to like sacrifice himself so that only the small child can live. And then even then, it's like super ambiguous. And the whole film has the exact same like dark, slow pacing of drive. Has not the same quality of music which is really like a damn shame because there's a lot of like drive is really music driven and it, it really like made the film I think um, so much synth yeah but it was definitely like this love incredibly music. strange art film Every everything like you feel like oh my god there's all this shit going on it's so meaningful what's happening and then like I'm never quite aware <laughs> if I'm just like too stupid or trying to read too hard into it you know but um, man intense experience Cool. Recommend it. You guys so we're saying out. that it was everything Antichrist wasn't. Oh, <laughs> you know what? There's there's good comparisons that can be drawn because there's a lot of like really long slow scenes that you're like, oh man, maybe shit is happening, or maybe they're just walking around the Scottish Islands. <laughs> like, <you> know, like <laughs> maybe there's maybe there's a deeper meaning here. Yeah, maybe, maybe there is, or maybe he's just stacking rocks up while tripping balls. <laughs> Some, something he does. What what fucking movie did I see where I was fucking blown away by the music? Was it with you? Was it with you? Was it Drive? Because fucking Drive had amazing music. I can't fucking remember. I, I Hannah. Hannah had pretty good music. I didn't see Hannah yet. That was good. Yeah, I like that movie a lot. I can't remember. It was something that was like otherwise lackluster, and the music just—I was like, I would watch this again just with the music. Like it was. It, it definitely was not. There will be blood because that had the most annoying soundtrack. In Fuck film you! History. I thought it worked. No. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it did. I can't remember what. No, oh, oh, you know what it was? It was, the, it was the fucking guys um, from Radiohead just made uh, noise. Ravenous. Ravenous did have great music. Yes, it did. But I don't think that's the one I'm thinking of. It was oh, more yeah. more recently than that. You're not remembering it. Ravenous is the one that had like eight minutes of blue, 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 blue while they're walking along <laughs> the fields, just yes. nonstop, not in tune, like doesn't the make the banjo picking, whatever. Exactly. So yes, yes, <laughs> that is not what I'm thinking of. <laughs> So speaking of old movies that we're watching, uh, right. I am getting rid of a whole bunch of my VHS tapes. But Contact Scott on Facebook if you want some VHS tapes. Yeah. Right. But the, the condition for me giving up these VHS tapes with my wife is that they have to go on the goodbye tour. So we get to have, watch each one of them one more time before cool. they go into the goodbye box. How much of it's porn? It's a lot of porn. It's a lot of porn. and it, We have to watch it from start to finish, too, and that's... Two hours of VHS 1980s <laughs> porn. Like, this, is, porn. this is quality viewing I, experience. I'm going to be there. <laughs> Do you guys, were you at any of the parties where they watched porn in my room? Remember when we had like those 100 person parties at my place? Yeah. And then people just like fucking put tapes in and then they found my porn and then they put porn in. No. Maybe you're just in the basement. It didn't was we do that at Shadow Court? There was the they did that at Shadow oh, Court. Oh, sure did. That, but that was a weird porn room. I remember the chicken guy. No, 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 no. Shadow Court was in a it bad way. It was something way. else. Shadow Court was a Shadow Court. Fuck, I hosted porn parties at my house, and Hoover picked the worst one ever called Stop Clown Fucker. Stop My Ass fucker. Is on Fire? No, no Clown, clown fucker. fucker. Clown Fucker. Wow. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. Either way. Please describe it more. No, that we stopped it. It was so bad. <laughs> it, it was, was like so a, dirty. It was like a hardcore ghetto porn movie. He was like, I'm so fucking bad. Clowns. It's scary, but I'm dressed like a clown. I'm gonna fuck this bitch. <laughs> and they like, turn it off. <laughs> it was like a juggalo porn. It was oh, wow. <laughs> Either way, so I gave away um, a big box of my VHS tapes to like your style and just being like, who wants to fuck a box of VHS? It was. Who'd you give it to? It was Nat. Nat, because did Nat take yours too? Yep. Yeah, yeah. What? I think it was because Nat took yours that I was like, hey Nat, want more VHS tapes? And she was like, fuck yes. 
So there's this girl out there collecting VHS, VHS tapes? VHS tapes or whatever. And she was just sort of like, and we found like the Ozporns, which was the porn parody of the Ozporns. No, no, I got it. That's good. <laughs> you understand? The Ozporns. Yeah, no, How on there. earth did you want that? Because um, I would like... Was it Hillary? She oh, make you get the, it. I'm not gonna fucking drop names. <laughs> but like, there's porn. <laughs> one of the. <laughs> no, but there's porn that you buy. Like, if you're buying porn, first of all, you buy like the story porn for the ladies, whatever. Do Otherwise, it. you just fucking the porn you jerk off to is just like the clip where the guy is fucking the girl, and then you finish your job. Wait, which one of the characters were you getting off on? Uh, no, they're all fucking different. Like, which one of the Osborns did you want to pretend? The hot was version sexy? of Osborns was, I believe, Tawny Roberts. Who was playing the uh, fucking what's her name there? Kelly Kelly Osborne. You the, she was playing the Kelly Osborne. You role, have a she, Kelly Osborne fantasy? No, she's rake thin and has no tits. So it was a tell so me. yeah. So Isn't that your thing? So a Tony Roberts <laughs> fetish more than a fucking Kelly Osborne fetish. So you have an Ozzy Osborne fetish then? Yes, he's not rake thin. He used to be. He used to be. Hmm. Either way. But she was just sort of like, so they found it, and they also made a fucking porn party to it. They're like, we're gonna watch the Osbournes, and they were like, it was fucking funny. Then Seth, aka DJ Short Track, Short Track, was like, hey, you own the Osbournes. I watched it at Nat's house, and I was like, <laughs> this is fucking weird, like weird, like small circle Montreal shit. Seth being like, did you own the Osbournes? Yeah, I watched it at my ex-girlfriend's house because you gave her those VHS tapes. Like, he's telling me this at Roller Derby. Wow. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, words I fucking, like, dialogue that you would, I did not imagine when, that I would ever hear when I bought the Osborns when I was, like, 19 or whenever the fuck the Osborns mm-hmm. came out. It's good times. So, I just watched Heist. It's a movie um, starring Gene Hackman and Delroy Lindo and... This is old, yeah. Sam Rockwell. Old, yeah. but well, it's just about... 10, 15 years old. Yeah. Sam Rock was Writ- always fun. Written by David Mamet. I just saw him in Moon. Love Moon. Written by David Mamet. Mm-hmm. Uh, razor sharp script all yep. the way through. Well, Fantastic. As it should be. No one else saw this movie. It sounds familiar. It's, sh- it's just shocking that it I just. I feel like I might have seen it even in theaters. Like theater. it. You, you, you say David Mamet, everyone goes, okay, yeah, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, great. Love yeah. it. Perfect. Yeah. You say heist, everyone's like, what the what? what, the what? I definitely, I, I feel really strongly about having seen this, but it yeah. came out like fucking 2001 or something, or maybe like... Mm, maybe even before that. Like late 90s? I think Gene Hackman, he's been out of his prime for quite some time. Speaking of older actors, two big deaths. Yeah, jamais deux sans trois, so I'm worried about number three. Number three. Well, Andy Griffith? I don't believe in magic, so... Magic really? is Andy love. Griffith? Andy Griffith. Okay. Yeah. Died. Yep, and? The Andy Griffith show. And... I find particularly tragic Ernest Borgnine but not, not tragic he was like 95 so yeah. it can't really be like tragic death but Ernest Borgnine dying was a little sad because huh. he played Merman in Spongebob <laughs> I can't even do it like the weird voice crack that he did yeah. but he also did Mikhail and Mikhail's Navy and stuff like fucking like just like one of those guys like, it just sort of breaks my heart that there'll be no Airwolf reunion yeah there will be no he was also played that was it San, San, San he played like he was a mechanic or whatever or like his the, buddy? The, yeah, the Grease Monkey. Yeah, 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 the Grease Monkey. Why? Because I've seen most of the first season of Airwolf. I'm good, thank you. Also, John, I would like one of those cold ones. Yeah, Ernest Borgnine dying was, was a little kind of thought he'd be around forever. Yeah, but then I looked it up, and he, I was like, because I was like, whatever, he's in his late 70s or something. Fucking 95. Still doing Spongebob. Like, 95 and was still doing voice work. He apparently did some voice spots on uh, Fairly Odd Parents and stuff like that, too. But, like, 
And then was asking me, like, how do you f- feel if you like... Apparently, the e- you know, can you do the evil the way he says evil? Can anyone do it? Evil! No. Yeah, it's like the weird voice crack. Apparently, it was a botched take. Like, it was a... He was always trying to be like, evil! Like, just like the normal fake superhero voice. Mm-hmm. But the, the cracked voice, as was demonstrated by Sophie just there, was a botched take. And they were like, no, that is, that is what... That is how Merman... Mermaid I feel kind of Mermaid embarrassed Man. saying this. Mermaid I have never Man actually seen an episode Barney of Spongebob. I'm pretty sure it's all on Netflix. I yeah, have it I'm on sure DVD. I've always wanted to. I've seen You're so many... You're sleeping over. We're watching all of this. <laughs> Sleep over. Oh my god, seen... can I bring my headgear? <laughs> my my mom says I can only sleep over if I wear my oh headgear. <laughs> you guys, you can totally sleep over and watch Spongebob. There can't be any sugar or peanuts in the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a sleepover. I can't believe it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Mermaid Man. Yeah. I say Merman. And, when, and the funniest is fucking Walter posted Mermaid Man is dead. And I was like, really? I had to fuck it. I was like, oh shit. And I had to like Google to see if he was referring to like yeah. Ernest Borgnine. And I was like, oh fuck, Ernest Borgnine dead. But my first instinct was to just post Mermaider. Mermaid-er. I was gonna, that's what I was going to say. Mermaider. Yeah, and I was like, nope. Guns. Check. Laser beams. Check. Scuba gear. Check. Hey, Scott. Hey. That's kind of strange. I actually, got, I got, I got. Are we done with movies in Hollywood? We're done. I think we're done. We're done. Music. I, I got one. Space Nazis. Mm. It's called Iron Sky. Holy fuck! Everybody this weekend was like, "Hey, Keith, Iron Sky," and I was like, "What the fuck are you guys talking about?" <laughs> they were like, "Space Nazis," and yeah. I was like. Why I'll put am it I at a fucking you? beach party with a bunch of people who've seen a fucking movie about space Nazis, and I'm not one I of them? I think I saw the ads for this. I, I it haven't. I, I'll fucking put on a USB key for you guys. Uh, Long Talk just or brought it to me. It's it. <laughs> we could watch it. We could watch. Yes. We could watch it after SpongeBob this. SpongeBob and space Nazis. So what's the deal? <laughs> space Nazis. Yeah. That's it. I just saw like the first two minutes, and it's this thing where the so US goes on yet? the moon, the and then Nazis show up and blow the shit out of them. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, isn't it okay? I don't. Did you watch the whole thing? Or? No, I, I, like I just said, I just watched like the first two okay. minutes. Okay. Hmm. If I, I, my memories, man, I think maybe it's this paper that's like really greasy that I can't write on. Um, maybe it's your face. I was unbelievably fucking wasted this weekend. Mm-hmm. And if I, if I understand the plot correctly, it's that they possibly they shot Nazis into space during World War Two or whatever. Yeah. Then they made that's a colony nothing. and then they came back. So it's just like the future. Surprise Nazis, like, who've just been, like, living the Nazi way of life in space. On for the all moon. this time. On the moon. Fuck, it sounds That so makes good. sense. Sounds I have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> really? It is sharp. That sounds amazing. Yes. That's a thing that we're going to do, possibly tonight. <laughs> why, did, why, why did we go to see that other stupid space movie? What, what was it? The one we, we saw at the dollar store. Oh, cinema. fuck, that was so dumb. What was it? Fucking... Uh, Prison Break Space pres- Edition No it was like Breakout or something or Breakout or, or Outbreak or no. Cause fucking Walter Kept saying the, the wrong thing Right He kept saying It was gonna be amazing Which Well I don't think He said it was gonna be amazing So much as he said It was gonna be f- A dollar <laughs> <laughs> Which it was No it wasn't Remember he, he comped us Oh yeah that's right It was nothing It was not a dollar And we still were like I feel gypped Well to be fair I guess we, That means we paid 50 cents to see that And 50 cents to see um, Cabin Woods. Cabin I think we Woods. talked a little bit about yeah, this sure shitty Guy Pierce movie. So we, we want to move on to music. Scott Lux Jones is for music. He's like, oh, I have some hip hop that I want to oh, recommend because cool. yeah. I'm a bro. 
Was it going to be the new Charles Gambino work? Uh, I was going to start off with a metal band I just discovered called Baroness. Baroness. That sounds yeah. familiar, actually. Yeah, Athena like... Priestess. Nope. Definitely Thinking not. of the Skag Barons. They've released a few albums already. The, the first one was yeah. the Red Album. Uh, the second album was the Blue Record. Wow, these guys are fucking creative as shit. Yeah, yeah. No, You're like... listening to the 9 to 5 Entertainment System. <laughs> Wait, is it <laughs> What? Is this rap? No, it's actually it's like it's like southern metal. Southern? Yeah. So, so does they're it like, sound like a, they're like a, like a bunch of Nashville guys who hit country music, but Isn't play it? hard rock, that heavy metal. That sounds like Zach Wild. Is this Zach Wild? It's not Zach Wild. Is it like no. Zach Wild? No, they wear shirts and stuff. Whatever. Zach Wild doesn't need to wear a shirt. Zach no, Wild doesn't own a shirt. And it explodes. Zach Wild doesn't <laughs> even own a shirt. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay with that. Zach Wilde yeah. was just sort of like got home one day and was just sort of like... He's like, I don't need a shirt. I drew some circles on my guitar. Consuela, <laughs> get rid of all of my shirts. Yes, Mr. Wilde. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so does Ben Baroness. Yeah, yeah, I listened to the, the Red album, which is their first one. It's it's not bad, but they their new one is the Blue Record, and it kind of delivers it's it's moody and there's not a whole lot of vocals mm-hmm. on all the tracks some of them are have, have like metal and, and what's it what's it what's it sound like i'm trying to think a little bit like if zach wilde joined tool. <laughs> i knew it <laughs> a little bit like if zach wilde joined tool mm-hmm. a little bit like if um, motorhead was really american Grew up in Alabama. Hmm. I don't Somewhere think I around there, live it's in kind of all world. over the place. <laughs> the world but could just imagine also like have a the regular Motorhead, which is also have this other Motorhead. Like, just imagine a bunch of people from Alabama listening to Motorhead and going, "Yeah, yeah, we could do that." That's kind of what it sounds Isn't like. Isn't the whole thing about the South though is doing things slowly? It's kind well, of the opposite. It, it's of a little bit motorhead. slowly too. Right? It's it's cool. Um. And I, I didn't know Sophie was going to be here, so I was actually going to talk about metal without her around. So Sophie, have you heard of Baroness? Yes or no? Nope. Your argument's irrelevant, Scott. Well, it's, it's not a good metal band. Oh, no, no, it isn't. No, no, it might be good. I'm, I'm just metal. I wasn't listening to it. You know, I found it on Spin, and Spin was, hmm. was talking about them. I discovered a new metal band. Ooh. Uh, somebody uh, recommended it to me. It's kind of like a mixture of Kiss, Billy Idol, Motley Crue... And it's all good fun, and and they really live like <laughs> fucking Motley Crue's. Do you know? Well, I mean, without the, anyways, they look like fucking idiots <laughs> that are having fun on stage, and it's awesome. They're called Black Veil Brides, and they're good fun. Black Veil Brides? Is it like Steel Panther? No, Steel Panther is awesome. Is Black it? Veil Brides is fun. Is it okay. like the darkness? No, it's not. That's fucking tacky, man. <laughs> the, yeah, the darkness is fun is and the gimmicky. Sophie <laughs> doesn't like tact. Kiss. I do like Kiss. But you didn't like Kiss. What's you don't know what I like. Kiss? I don't know anything about you. Kiss What's is like the, the o- seminal metal band that you really didn't like? There that was, I did not like. Was it Maiden, maybe. I love Maiden. And who the fuck Megadeth. am I thinking of? Megadeth? No, no, no. She likes Megadeth. Uh, no, I don't like Megadeth. It's Megadeth, guys. <laughs> <laughs> How can you be so wrong so many times in a row? Just everything you said for the last fucking really big three metal. minutes was we completely wrong. We have a fucking game show about what can you know wrong about Sophie. I, have tons of See, I wrong totally about got it right. It was Megadeth. I don't like Megadeth. I know you That's don't like it. Megadeth. Really? They're okay. What about but sweating I, bullets? Okay, my, my statement, eh. though, was that there was a seminal metal band that she didn't like. I just didn't know the one. And the, the logic makes perfect sense because she's a huge Metallica fan. You can be both. 
No. No. But, no, but that's can't. like one of those things where you're saying like gay guys need to juice tops or bottoms. It's not that I hated Megadeth. It's just that I wasn't into it at all. Like there was a couple. Symphony of Destruction was all right. They didn't yeah. like. Schwarzenegger movie song that it was kind of fun and radio playable, and I'm like, eh. my brother was into Megadeth more than I was. I was a maybe that made you less into them. I find Megadeth like a million times less listenable now than it's Metallica also, it's, is, and also like, very, very repetitious. Like, yeah. really, really repetitious. I, I, I download. I, I find the, that Dave Mustaine talks at you too much. Hello, John. You're listening to Megadeth. <laughs> yes. And we're going to rock hey, really hey, hard. Hang on. Hang on a second. Wait a because second. We like I find guns. Dave Mustaine talks to you too much. It says the guy who's the most into rap in this room being like, I need to say the name of who I am in every single solitary song. I also need to tell you why I'm so awesome in every song. Maybe I need to but, fucking but that, name But that's you know the thing that's okay in rap that's not okay in metal. Yeah. Not okay in metal. And I don't think Dave Mustaine ever said, I'm Dave Mustaine in a song. I'll say yeah, this because Kanye Megadeth. West can wear a gold chain that says his name on it, but if Metallica did that. I don't know, man. Like... I don't know what they wear in the summer these days. I've seen some <laughs> photos. <laughs> I'll say one thing for Megadeth is um, I accidentally saw them live a couple times. Hmm. And, I was uh, with you one of those times. It could be. I don't remember you coming to concerts with me. Was that Heavy MTL when they were headlining? Oh, I guess I've seen them three times then. Hmm. Anyways, it was always because they were playing with another band like Slayer or Dio or whatever. Heavy MTL. <laughs> or Heavy MTL, yeah, yeah. where I was in there to see the whole fucking day of metal bands. But they put on a mean fucking show. They I, do. I, having seen Megadeth just the, the once at Heavy MTL, mm-hmm. yeah. still has the chops in terms of like playing guitar. His voice is not Shot. not at all correct. Mm-hmm. Like, syndrome. You we, try do, singing like that for what? Well, fucking 20 I think years? you can sing like that for twenty years. Like if you look at Dave Grohl, he's been doing it for like fifteen or something. The best. I, the best. Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Ninety-two is never mind. Right. Maybe Dave Grohl wasn't singing on Nevermind. He was not not to the extent. Oh, backing little yeah, 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 backing vocals. I think it has to do more with you can't sing like that and do a lot of heroin at the same time. (laughs) That's I think what maybe does it in the voice. Bottom line is, don't put me in the same boat as the rest of the people who hate Macbeth just because they like Metallica. Okay, I just didn't. So you, you, you went on a few dates with Megadeth, and Megadeth just wasn't your thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were kind of boring. Yeah, that's it. They, I mean, they, they were all right. They got you into bed. But, but they then did. once they were there, they didn't know what to do with it. Fuck you, man. It's Good not up. their fault. Fuck it's you. led by a ginger. It's true. There's no soul. With no bangs. soul difference. Don't pick on More music, ginger. Childish Gambino? Uh, I wasn't even going to go to Childish Gambino. Yeah, I was going to talk about a local electronic band that just signed uh, to a label called Purity Ring. Oh, I fucking... Yeah, Purity Ring is kind of cool. Uh, the way I kind of figured it, listening to them for f- uh, a few times on repeat, was like Purity Ring plus cocaine equals Crystal Castles. Yeah, yeah I, so like, I you can understand what the girl's it, saying, and it doesn't intimidate you. It was sort. I when I listened to Purity Ring, I made the exact. It was like Crystal Castles with their balls torn off. Like, see, I made like the negative, like the same analogy. <laughs> if cocaine is Crystal Castles' balls. <laughs> then we're in the same vote in Purity Ring. I listened to Purity Ring and got like annoyed with it. I didn't even give it more than like a listen. I forget who fucking recommended it. Well, I've been listening to them. It was a while ago. Well, it was before their tracks. They they released music straight onto the internet and got hmm. enough juice from that that they've started. There was like a bidding war for their services uh, hmm. with a bunch of indie labels and they just signed. So Cool. I was like, cool. And then the last thing is Childish Gambino released a new mixtape called Royalty and he dropped it on the net for free. And he works with the RZA, and he works with Beck, and Tina Fey makes an appearance, and it is a fat tape. That's his, like, especially his, the I think, that, I think that's his 
fourth free mixtape that he's I'm, put on the I'm not even into rap, and his music is always good to listen to. There's Especially funny the track as fuck. American Royalty he does with the RZA as Bobby Digital, and uh, it's it's a dope beat. Fucking speaking of RZA, have we all seen the trailer for The Man with the Iron Fists? Yes. No. Oh my yes. god, John. What the fuck? What? Yeah. I so it it's a movie. Awesome. Okay. So you watch the trailer, and you just sort of like... If you, like, want to fucking make the ultimate weapon or whatever the fuck it is... You need you, metal. You need four things. Like, you need metal. Temperatures exceeding, like, 1,400 degrees. Right. And, and a man who wants to kill people. Here That's in, three like, things. Whatever the fuck he says. Here yeah. in, like, Shaojo Village, we have all four of those things. Or whatever Still the fuck three it is. things. Maybe there's a fourth <laughs> fucking thing, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. Right. Anyway, and then it's just sort of, like... Like, pre- presented by Quentin Tarantino. Written by RZA and Eli Roth. Directed by RZA. Music by Wu-Tang Clan. You're like, yeah! Like, like basically you're like, yay! <laughs> yay! But it was just sort of like, the funniest thing is we were talking about it. Um, if you locked Quentin Tarantino, Eli Roth, and RZA in a fucking room together and you guys were like, make a movie, you'd be like, it's gonna be a kung fu movie. Like, like there's no, like... There's no other way that that could have fucking turned out uh-huh. than a fucking ridiculous kung fu movie. And who's in it? Uh, Lucy Liu. Lucy, Lucy Liu, a bunch of the Wu-Tang guys. The RZA. The RZA. And? Uh, that guy, Russell Crowe. Crow. Russell Crowe plays the, Ameri- the American. Oh. Who's so like, he's like the bad guy? No, he might be the good guy. Anyway, fucking looks so good. And supposedly the... The, the concept like I was reading about it like the, the concept was sort of along the lines of you know when you go see a kung fu movie there's like that one scene that everybody like talks about like when you talk about the Once Upon a Time in China series or whatever there's the big fight on the tower but you're like what the fuck was the other 45 or 50 minutes hour of and a half of about an hour and a half of a film in some cases yeah. they were like just having scene after scene that you talk about being like remember that fucking scene like that's like the principle <laughs> like the basis of the movie awesome. is to every fight scene you'll be like remember that fucking scene like the trailer looks ridiculous. Non-stop fucking fighting and kung fu styles and whatever. Super, awesome. Super excited. Except for... Uh, and for some reason, the Black Keys are in the soundtrack. No, why not, man? I guess so. They sell iPods. Or like music <laughs> like music by like Kanye West, the Black Keys, Wu-Tang Clan, like whatever. Like just... The music's going to be ridiculous. Weird segue here, but... Wu-Tang Clan. Two of those guys, I think, Ghostface and Raekwon, released an album not too long ago. Okay. And I was at the industry party by invite. Oh, yeah. I was really fucked up. Were they anything to fuck with? What do you mean? Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang Clan, Clan ain't nothing, nothing to fuck with. Like I would know. <laughs> what did you, you try talking to, to? Did you try to fuck with them? And then did they tell you that you couldn't? No. But they, we waited around for an hour in a VIP lounge, and then I was told to move from the seat that I was sitting on. It's like, because apparently that was their spot. And I'm like, well, they're not even fucking here yet. And then they showed up. They did their bit, like, on the stage downstairs, and we drank all the free beer we wanted, and then we left. And we went to pick a fight in another bar. So. Where there was a cool metal cover band playing. Pretty much. Did yep. you pick a fight? Yes. Who got fought? It, just some other chicks. Did you beat them? <laughs> we were three chicks in heels, and we had fun shoving these other people, and then we got ejected. Then did you straight. feel like you were nothing to fuck with at the end of it? No. <laughs> much like the Wu-Tang Because <laughs> I was wearing heels, and I couldn't fucking stand oh, up straight. I was pretty fucking trash, and that's one of those rare occasions. <laughs> well, it's Sophie doesn't get trashed that often, and I don't think I've yeah, ever seen goes Sophie wearing people? heels ever. Yeah, I was going to comment on that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like if Sophie was trashed wearing like steel-toed shit kickers, it would have been a whole other I story. I was fucking dressed up. A friend of mine works for like a thing that does like industry clan? release. Yeah, well, you know, they were like... <laughs> they were a friend like, of mine is maybe the like 40, 40... 
43rd member of Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> <laughs> like, the company, it the was, I think uh, the production company was pretty a big deal, and I, I, I'm friends Ghost with a girl producer. who works there. Ghostface producer. She's like, I'm going to be bored at this party. Come with me. And I'm like, okay. And she and another friend of ours, we all went, and we dressed up for fun, and then we left because hmm. it was a bit boring. That's cool. Oh, and, and Jay-Z was supposed to be there after a show he was doing, and they all showed up, like, and we left. Fun fact that ties in Childish Gambino to the Wu-Tang Clan. He got his name off the Wu-Tang Clan name generator. Really? <laughs> he typed in Donald Glover, and it said Childish Gambino. He said, that's my rap name. That's so fucking incredible. Hilarious. And he's fucking, he's playing in Montreal. Fucking sold, I saw sold an out show. For his sold thing. fucking out. Because it was, it's, he was supposed to be here in the spring. Yeah. And uh, he broke his leg or whatever because he fell off the stage or some shit. Okay. And then. But he's wearing so much protection when he's on stage. No, no he's not. He's, he's just, just wearing, wearing short he's shorts. He's wearing short shorts. <laughs> he is. He wears like short shorts and like a t shirt. <laughs> what? Adidas and some short shorts. Right. Uh, yeah, and then so we had to reschedule it to the fall. But it's like since it piggybacked on there, they apparently added like a hundred tickets because they changed venues, but like mm-hmm. not big enough. I don't know whatever the fuck the case is. Still hardcore sold out. I was really, I was really sad, guys. Isn't it though? Yep. Um, I'm I'm really sad. Apparently, Maestro Fresh West was playing Montreal on Maestro Friday. Maestro Fresh West played a free show on fucking Friday. Broke my heart. Free? How did you not know? Yeah, it was a jazz. No festival. one told me. Really? Eric told me as it was starting. I was like, you. Wow. Bastard. You really need to go and check out the Jazz Fest lineup before. There's always yeah, weird fucking Beltran gems like playing. that. When the B-52s did this huge ass yeah, show we last year? Really? Yeah. We went to see that last year. It was great. Yeah. And they they were still good. Were you in Chicago? No. Oh no, that was the night where you were fucking like, are you out because I'm in a car and I'm drunk? And you were like fucking, you paid the That was that night. The night where you got fucking... I won't say what happened. Shit-faced. Where well, you forgot to pin to your credit card and thought that the solution to that was to run out of the bar laughing. Oh, yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that was that. It was just like, he fucking so- shoves the fucking credit card <laughs> into the machine and Garth's like, John, it's asking me for a pin. John, like, looks at me, looks back at Garth, looks at me, just smiles, fucking run, <laughs> runs the fuck out of the bar. And Garth was like, is he, is he going to come back? I'm like, look, Garth, he's, you have his credit card. Either he's going to come back or he's going to come back tomorrow. Like he went back the next day. Yeah, yeah that's grumpy. I, I told him, and he was like, all right, fair enough. And I was like, man, fucking thank fucking God that was a grumpy's. Like, yeah. I don't think that would have flown at like a lot of a lot other of other fucking places. bars. You're like, uh, excuse me, sir. This, it says that uh, your card requires a pin. <laughs> Whee! <laughs> just runs the fuck out of I'm out of here. <laughs> Later, guys. Yeah, that was that night. That was the B-52's night. Okay, mm-hmm. the B-52's are one thing, but... Maestro, Maestro Fresh West is significantly less cool than the B-52s, dude. Yeah, but not in terms of impact on my life. All right, so we're going to listen to Backbone, backbone slide, slide. Drop the needle. Drop the needle. Yeah, and what else? Uh, Just because I'm from criminal Canada, mind. don't think I'm an amateur. Fuck. Gowan? I've sent you this video and you got really mad. I probably would get. I get mad at everything you send me because you send everything to me with the purpose to offend it's me. It's Maestro Fresh West taking a Gowan song and turning it into a rap song, except Larry Gowan is there in the video to sing his own part. Yeah, no, thank you. Do you remember that amazing. fucking, that, the the new version, like with slightly heavier guitars of The Touch that came out like just a little while ago? Really? Yeah. Like Stan Bush The Touch? It doesn't have Stan Bush. 
Yeah, you, we think we have fucking problems with breathing on this podcast. Uh-huh. Go back and listen to Stan Bush's The Touch. I, I discovered this a couple years ago. We were listening to it in the car on the way to Toronto. You've got the touch. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. You got the power. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the, like really? you, I don't. I don't remember it at you all. Really need, yeah. You need to go back and listen. It's. I mean, like we're fucking obviously exaggerating sure, it, but sure. it's like, only a little. <laughs> like before every fucking line After that uh, drive this is what we're gonna close on we said we were gonna come onto it yeah. that drive to Toronto where we're listening to Stan Bush's The Touch that's right isn't that the song they cover After all sorry the porn thing done yes that's the song that Dirk Diggler yeah, listened Dirk Diggler to sings. That, yeah. and that was Fucking when I was first watching fucking yeah. Boogie Nights, yeah. Like he's like he's looking in the, he's looking in the mirror, like trying to get like pumped up for the scene, and yeah. he's just sort of like, "You got the touch." No, <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking. Mark, it, it plays during the credits, I think, too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mark Wahlberg sings, "You got the touch" to get himself pumped up to go to porn. Yeah. Well, I got well, it's the also DVD. when he's trying to get his music career going. That's the song he sings. He does record Pretty it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's like so fucking bad. He ultimately records it. Yeah, but it was the song that the first time he sings it is when he's about to fuck Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore's in there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Fucking everybody's in there. So much fun. It's ago. a good movie. Yeah. Anyway, right. real quickly, car ride to yeah. Toronto, because John hasn't even heard this fucking story. It's true. Oh. Where we were listening oh. to The Touch. Um, so after it became evident that Sophie was not going to, we were not going to get a truck for 8 a.m., mm-hmm. as it, we had thought that we were going to, we were about... Because we're, U-Haul fucking yeah. sucks. Yes. Suddenly the need to get a good night's rest disappeared. Disappeared. And Phil and Sarah, I guess, well, hang on. Uh, I don't know. Phil won't care about the story, will he? He doesn't give a flying fuck anymore. All right. Phil doesn't give a flying fuck anymore. Phil and Sarah were like, is it okay if we drink in the back seat? And I was mm-hmm. like, carefully considering it, being like, okay, look, if you can put the alcohol back into the trunk, like Sarah could like lean forward mm-hmm. and then like slide it into the trunk. You put the alcohol into the trunk or whatever and you only have the little bit of alcohol that's sitting in your mixer mm-hmm. and there's no like... Or you've, you've forgotten an important part of the story. On our way to Toronto, oh, we made a, a stop. <laughs> bottle and of They crack stopped crack at a awesome. liquor store oh, yeah. and picked up a bottle of rum. Right, crack. Black spiced rum. Black spiced rum, the crack. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about that stuff. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. Which, no, never yeah. Had any That's all I fucking drink anymore, other than this beer, obviously. Leffe. Leffe blonde. Okay, okay. So, so yeah. So, so now like, there's uh, a bottle of liquor. So, I was so like, hold on. Uh, You're gonna tell this on the podcast now about dr- illegal drinking uh-oh. in your car. Yeah, they can't get me in trouble after the fact. I wasn't driving. My friend Pedro was. Good. All right. So. Good old Pedro. <laughs> me, Scott, and Pedro were up front driving because I wasn't driving. You weren't drinking either. I know, but there was still open alcohol in my car. You weren't driving. Well, I'm sure slap on the wrist offense. Yeah. yeah. It's anyway, not like quaffing wine cause whilst that, drinking. That was kind of my, like, fucking um, sort of stance on it. It was just like, you know what? There won't be alcohol up front. Mm-hmm. Alcohol will basically be in the trunk. It's not fucking illegal to have drunk people in your backseat. Like, they can be as drunk as they fucking want while in the backseat. Mm-hmm. And then, like, fuck. They got ridiculously shit faced. Then they were. On the way to from Toronto, that's Montreal. really hard. That's really you glazed over that. They got ridiculously. It's slower. Fucking smashed. Mm-hmm. Fucking yelling. Phil started like punching the roof of the car because he was like, "I need to be let free," and like and stuff like that. <laughs> like, yeah. They started yelling numbers at each other. They started playing this weird number game, and they were like, "No, five, zero, no, I wasn't ready. I said fifteen. No, is it your serve? No, drink. Like that's this all is I hear." Sarah from... and yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And 
little brother. Yeah. Fucking annihilated in the back seat. We had to stop at every one of those en route uh, gas stations. So they could piss. For, so they could piss and get more mixers. Oh yeah. Every God. time. Do you think they got fruit juice to mix with rum? No. No, no they got Power the craziest arcade. shit. They're like, vitamin water. We're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> I got lemon flavored Powerade. Why didn't you just get lemonade? That No. No <laughs> sugar. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous fucking... I like how Scott texts me, like, I think we lost your brother in Pickering. No, wait, there he is. Because he ran off into the woods. He was just sort of like, I gotta take care of some stuff. And I was like, there's a uh, I really gotta go to the washroom, so we pull into a gas station. And he runs, runs to the woods. That sounds like my brother. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah. so ridiculous. Super funny. <laughs> then, where... So, and then made matters worse is the exit... To uh, the exit to Sophie's house was closed. We had to go to another one, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Okay, fuck it." Actually, this is when they're at like fucking critical mass of drunkenness. Is the worst part. We're like, "Okay, shit, we need to fucking flip on the GPS, find an alternate route, whatever else like that." And this is while they're unbel- like at their most drunk, right. and we're driving to like a super shitty area in Toronto, and Phil is all just sort of like, "Why do people gotta be so violent?" Roll down the window. Peace, everybody. And peace. Like, just like it, reaching out the window, waving the peace sign in the air, and everybody, I was like, "Phil, fucking get your fucking yeah. get it back into the window." We're driving. Strip apartment. Strip apartment. Jamaican restaurant. Pawn shop. <laughs> strip apartment. <laughs> fucking amazing. Yelling at whatever else like yeah. that. And then Phil's like, "I need to piss. I need to piss in three hundred seconds. I'm gonna count back from 300. 29, 28. And I was like, "Phil, fuck. What? No. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck?" And then. I drop him off and I'm like, Phil, go piss. And he's like, don't this pet is at your my ha- house. Yeah, we finally get to her house and I'm like, Phil, go fucking piss. He's like, don't fucking tell me what to do, Keith. And I'm like, Phil, you just fucking spend the last 10 minutes in the car bitching about how bad you had to piss. Listen, you fucking don't. Is that how it's going to be? Is that how it's going to be? I thought we were friends. Now this is happening. <laughs> now and this he is happening. And he starts reaching into the back seat because the door was locked by default. <laughs> right. And he's like, you want to lock me out? Fine. Now this is happening. He starts like, reading into the backseat. Keith, look. Look this at is what ha- you're making up, me Keith, do. Look what's happening. No, no, Sarah, let me do that. And he threw his fucking tablet. His, he starts his pulling shit out of the backseat of the car, like of the flinging it into the street. Amazing. He's like, this is how it's going down. <laughs> this, like, is, this is how it's. No, wait, give me the pen, Sarah. I didn't know you had a pen in there. I know it's jammed in there. Good. And then they talked about the pen for like two minutes. Yeah. And then he comes, like, comes up to me like the next morning and was just sort of like, was so, I a really big asshole last night? <laughs> I was just like, not a huge asshole. You were like medium asshole. This is because I sat my brother down. I said, you were a dick. And he's like, <laughs> I told myself before I started drinking, don't be a dick. Don't you're be it. Like, I'm like, like, Phil, you were a dick. You pushed Keith in the face. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. That was that. He put his hands over my eyes while I was driving. He was like, what's going on? Oh, yeah. And I was like, Phil, that is a thing that can't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah was my favorite moment when she was walking down the hallway towards my door in the apartment hey. building. And she's like, Sophie! And she's yelling. And it is fucking 1 a.m. And I'm like, Sarah, shh. You have to be quiet. You know? She's like, who cares? You're fucking moving out. And I'm like, there's a baby behind me. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then she runs in and she was quiet for 20 seconds. Amazing. Yeah. That was pretty, so pretty good. So the end of that story is yeah. fucking Sophie lives in Montreal again. Yeah. Yay. Yay. <laughs> It truly is La Belle Provence once more. <laughs> Fag. <laughs> Fag. Fag. Sorry, I have a stutter. Fag. I have a gay stutter. <laughs> I have a super gay stutter. I have now lost count of how many people, and I've been here a week <sighs> and two days. Mm-hmm. I've lost count of how many people have come over and brought alcohol to my nice. house. Nice. Yes. Right. <laughs> you wonder why you ever left this that province. Is nine es. Nine es. Are we time? Welcome back, we Sophie. Thanks, Welcome guys. back, Sophie. Keith, John, Scott, Sophie.
T-O-5-D-O-T-C-C, 9to5.cc on Facebook, and uh, also follow us on Twitter, we're at sign number 9-T-O-5-C-C on Twitter, So, uh, and also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays, we have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday, it's either going to be a 9ES or a Go Plug Yourselves, and on Fridays we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.